Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. We always say happy Tuesday, happy Friday, but it is, it's always a happy Friday. Always. And y'all, we have some news. So at the end of Tuesday's episode, we teased that there was going to be an amazing guest on today's episode. And unfortunately, things fell through. This guest took a tumble and ended up in the hospital. And we hope that they are okay. We think they're okay. But it basically, they had to go seek medical attention uh, on Wednesday when we were going to be recording. So they're going to be on the show. We're not going to reveal who it is, but trust me. Wish them well. We wish them well. And it's a very, very great guest. So y'all will be thrilled when they appear on this podcast. But it gave us a good opportunity to do this episode, which we've been wanting to do for a while now. Exactly. And we haven't been able to do because. Yes. So, okay. I think uh, for those of you who follow us on our Instagram, um, before I popped this baby out, uh, <laughs> I put we Kirby and I put up um, you know a little question box on our Instagram stories asking you guys if you had any questions for us and we had so many amazing questions and we were going to record this episode right before um, Zoe came into the world and of course as you all know she came early so we didn't get to do it and so now we are finally getting to your questions we're super Ooh. super excited and um, if it goes well and we give some good advice, maybe we'll make this a regular thing. Yeah, there were some really good questions and I'm eager to get into them. So why don't we kick things off? Sarah, what's the first question and who is it from? Okay, so question number one is from our listener Leslie R. Jones. And she asked, if I'm using chemical exfoliants, should I still use a physical exfoliant as well? Great question such a good question um sarah off the top of your head what are your thoughts okay so just based on my own experience and ptsd i'm gonna say proceed with caution i think that every you know esthetician and dermatologist that i've spoken to has always advised that it's okay to use both and oftentimes they work well together however I think a lot of us are suffering from years of over exfoliating, right? Um, our our poor uh, moisture barrier is broken and still recovering. So I say that with caution. So that's why I think this is a great time for us to just revisit this topic and, you know, a little refresher. Um, and Kirby, I feel like you talk about this all the time. So let so what should we be doing? I think physical scrubs have been demonized by the skincare industry in marketing because yes, people do overexfoliate. I am a recovering overexfoliator. This is a term I've used 100,000 times. Take a shot every time you hear me say it. We should just have a bell. But 
I was doing like the scrub on a Clarisonic and then like shaving my face. Like I was doing all of these physical and like mechanical forms of exfoliation. And when my skin was very inflamed and red and I was breaking out and I didn't know why, it was because I was causing more inflammation to my skin. Um, Inflammation is the root of all evil. It's why so many skincare issues arise. And so I think there is... Uh, this point of view from educated individuals that are like avoid physical exfoliation if at all possible but that's turned into like almost this rule where it's it's demonized scrubs and I love a scrub I freaking love a face scrub and I have so many favorites which maybe we can chat about once we go through this but yeah I totally agree with you totally they actually can work in conjunction with each other really really well chemical exfoliants for everyone that doesn't know are exfoliators that dissolve dead skin Um, they're typically finer and a little bit more gentle so that's why you could probably use a chemical exfoliator like four to five times a week if you wanted to like some people some exfoliants if you read the you know directions and follow them as indicated say that you could even use it every morning or every night if you wanted um so that just depends on you know the product read the directions and your skin type obviously and your skin type which sarah will touch on in a second but Physical exfoliation lifts the dead skin. So like we said, that means that they can complement each other. Um, I often find when people are dealing with like dry flaky skin and then they also have like blackheads and stuff and they feel like nothing is helping and they're using a chemical exfoliant that if they use a physical exfoliator in the shower like once or twice a week that they're really, really happy with their routine because not only are those dead skin cells being dissolved, but then that dry flakiness is also being lifted and removed from your skin with that physical exfoliator. Could we say that like the chemical exfoliants are kind of like shoveling out the dirt and then debris and then the physical exfoliant is like the broom that's like sweeping it off so you kind of need like both yeah oh my god yes I love that I love that or like a vacuum and a broom I should say yeah I think that's such a smart it's like you know the the chemical exfoliant dissolves you know what's in the pore and removes Mm -hmm. that debris and then you get the physical lift of the, the the broom effect yes get all that dead skin off totally um so uh if you are looking to do both i would say you could do a physical exfoliant one to you know two times a week and then a chemical leave-on exfoliant uh two to three times a week i wouldn't do them the same day i think that's where the over exfoliation comes into play it's like the clarisonic with the scrub on top so i would alternate and maybe spread out the physical exfoliation like if you physically exfoliate on monday don't do it again till like thursday or friday totally i think personally for me i usually leave my physical exfoliant like in the shower Mm -hmm. and i'll just do that like you said kirby once a week um and then i'll use like a chemical exfoliant with something more gentle like a lactic acid or like papaya enzyme or something during the week and that'll be like on my nightstand so then what skin types do you think should avoid a physical exfoliator okay so i think that if you have super super sensitive skin 
um, you know, your skin is easily inflamed or you're, you know, experiencing severe acne. I'm trying to not say suffer anymore from our after our, our uh, interview with the topicals ladies. Um, so, yeah, so super sensitive skin, super inflamed skin, severe acne. I would skip physical exfoliators. Would you agree, Kirby? Yeah, I think that's probably smartest because also not all physical exfoliators are made equal. So you don't know if like the physical exfoliant that you're using could actually end up like creating like the micro tears and and things like that. I think one of the reasons why physical scrubs got demonized was because a lot of them were using like the plastic beads, which obviously were just polluting our oceans. A lot of people have reformulated and don't use those, but like definitely double check to make sure. But then there's also like the walnut shell and, you know, all of that stuff. And like those, if they're not round, they can cause the little micro tears in the skin. I have two physical exfoliants that I really, really love. And to be completely honest, I am not sure. I know one has like rounded granules, but I don't know if the other one does. But honestly, I love the other one so much and it hasn't done anything negative for my skin, so I need to double check. But yeah, do you have a favorite scrub that you like to use? Well, so I like, I feel like I sound like Tatcha pays me, but the rice polish is one of my favorites just because it's super gentle and I tend to feel like I have more, even though I, I don't, but I I treat my skin like I have sensitive skin and so I just like to be really gentle and I like to use that one. Um, also, Cora Organics um, makes one of my favorite um, turmeric physical exfoliants. That one's my favorite. That's the one that I keep in the shower and I've recommended that to a few of my friends who have also um, of all different skin types and they've they've loved that product as well. I can't remember what exactly is in it that is the physical part but it is also really gentle. No nuts or anything. <laughs> not nuts. Shells. <laughs> no nuts. <laughs> We're not exfoliating with with almonds on our face. What chemical exfoliate, uh, exfoliants do you use, Kirby? Um, I love Good Jeans from Sunday Riley. Same. I was going to say that one. I love the glycolic and the lactic. Both are great. I really like PHAs, uh, polyhydroxy acids. Bliss makes a good one. Um, I really love the Summer Fridays PHA toner that they just came out with. Yes. It's it's lovely and I was DMing with Mariana Hewitt and who is the co- one of the co-founders of Summer Fridays and she was I was talking about um, P50 and you know Biologique Richard I love 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 that one um, P50 is one of my favorites but it can be super intense for some people they do have different levels that you can choose from but some, for some people it's just a lot and she was like have you tried our toner and I'm like girl yes it's awesome um, it's really really great so I think that's a really great chemical option and then for my physical exfoliants I love Reflect mm. have you Yes. The Reflect skincare. It's like a huge bottle. It definitely has the rounded granules. Um, I do use it in the shower because I find it's kind of hard to wipe away when you're using it over the sink. My tried and true that I've used for literally years is Gold Fat and MD, the doctor scrub. It comes in this huge vat, like this huge jar. Well, the one I have is huge. Um, <laughs> it's the big mama size. <laughs> It was made especially for Kirby. Um, But it's really great. And I just, I love, it's so, so fine. It almost feels like sand, but like not as, not as intense as like sand granules. 
and it just removes any type of dry skin. I love it. Ooh, I, that, I like need, want to go scrub my face right now. Same, same. Hopefully that answers your question, Leslie. Thanks for submitting that one. Okay, Sarah, you're going to have to answer this because like you're the resident workout person. I <laughs> have tried. I, I try. Okay, that's all I'm going to pick. Well, I'm a, I'm, I, I'm a more mi- morning workout person. That's probably a better way to put it. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> whatever we need to tell ourselves. So <laughs> this is from, <laughs> this is a hilarious username. This is from Neon Bud Light Sign. <laughs> and she or he, they ask... I work out in the morning. Should I do my routine before the gym and then again after showering? Sarah, what are what is your take? This is a great question. And in fact, this is a question that I asked Renee Rouleau when she was on the episode because it's one that I felt like I struggled with. And, and I follow what she said and suggested, which is if you are working out outside in the morning or if you are going for a walk or, you know, Um, taking your dog for a walk or whatever always put sunscreen on without question right Um, or if let's say you're I guess working out by a window or something like that um, just make it a point of I wouldn't wash my face I guess sometimes I'll like splash my face with water and then I will put on a sunscreen or a moisturizer and a sunscreen sunscreen if I want but most importantly I always put sunscreen on um, I do not go through my whole routine because it is just a waste. It's Think of all the expensive and wonderful products that you put on your skin only to wash them away or sweat them off or wash them away after an hour of working out. So I would save your, you know, serums, um, mm-hmm. your expensive moisturizers for after you work out, after you shower. And in the morning, just focus on sunscreen and protecting your skin. Great response. I totally co-signed that, obviously, because Renee said so. Yeah. So there we go. This is going to be a hard question to answer. Melly Maori asked, if you had to pick one skincare line for your entire routine, which would you choose? Is this really that hard? It's not. I already know yours. I know you know mine. I was trying to think of yours, Kirby, and I just... I'm. I'm completely stumped. So, but you know what mine is. Yeah, Tatcha. Obviously. Yeah, it is. And I tried to answer this really fairly in that I looked at my routine. I looked at my nightstand, which I'm looking at right now. And I looked at the products that are like in the bathroom, in the shower, and consistently like Tatcha makes up a whole skincare routine. Mm-hmm. And it works for me. Totally. What about you? I'm surprised that you don't know mine. It's Renee. Rolo. I was going to say Renee, but you know why I didn't say it? Because I didn't want to guess it and you'd be like, no. And then like Renee being all sad. I will be completely honest. Renee is always going to be my number one. But Sunday Riley as well. I think like you said, when I go through my skincare and I look at the things that I'm constantly going back to or use most consistently no matter what, it's it's honestly a tie between Renee and Sunday. Yeah, I, I was going to say, so for me, Tasha, number one, but then honorable mentions, runner-ups, uh, Drunk Elephant for me. And then I'm still such a stand for Kate Somerville. Like her products just work so well on my skin. And also, I agree. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Kate, Kate is an unsung hero. We don't talk about her nearly enough on this podcast. We don't. And it's like we also should have her on eventually because she's just she's such a legend, especially I feel like in L.A. with her, you know, her spa. Yeah. 
I think that we don't talk about her, not because her products aren't great, but because she's just like such a mainstay. Like she has such longevity with her skincare brand and like being in this industry for so long. It's kind of like, well, of course you're going to use exfoliate. Like, of course you're going to use Retisphere, you know, what dermal quench, like whatever you want to use. It's, it's just interesting. Like what we end up like talking about the most. I think we should do an episode where we do talk about like the unsung brands that we use a lot, but just totally there's never an opportunity to like bring them up. Yeah. I think it's also too, because her product, you know, Kate Somerville has come out with lots of new products over the years, but those, you know, tried and true products, they've been around for a while. And obviously on our podcast, we want to talk about what's new and exciting. And so I feel like that's probably why we haven't talked about Kate Somerville as much, but you're absolutely right. We should do a whole episode dedicated to that because she's just, she's amazing and her products are amazing. So, so thank you for the question, Melly Mari. Our next question is, Ooh, this is a good one. I love this. How do you handle promotions of products you may not love? Does this happen? This is from KL Stegg. And anything that you hear us talking about on this podcast, nobody's telling us to talk about it. These are all things that we legitimately think are newsworthy or good. Yeah. Um, I don't think we, we, you know, rain on anybody's parade here in terms of like, you know, if we really don't like something, we typically just don't talk about it unless we think there's like some kind of informational aspect. Like, okay, this is actually detrimental to you to use um, just because we know skincare is so personal and so different. So like, and just like we said about Kate, you know, like we don't talk about her a lot, not because we don't love her products, but just because she's so classic, such a mainstay. And we do kind of focus on like, new launches a lot of the time here because oftentimes when people are trying to get beauty reviews it's for products that they haven't tried before we're grateful to have this access to brands that launch products um, and get these products ahead of time to let you know whether or not you should try them or not so totally and i i also have to say that this applies to um the sponsored content that kirby and i do those ad reads that you hear um you know during our podcast Kirby and I won't promote a product unless we have tried it first and actually endorse it. Um, so yeah, I, th- I, th- I wanted to answer this question because of that. I feel like people just think, you know, Kirby and Sarah are obviously trying to make a buck here and there. Yes, we're trying to make a living, but we would never promote a product that we did not um, actually endorse ourselves. So totally. And, and the thing too is like this podcast you guys know this, the way we make money is through advertising. Like that's how we're making money right now. We're also making money through the affiliate links that we use on our website. That's just, everybody uses affiliate links. Um, All your favorite creators and experts use them as well. You can tell when somebody's just talking about something because they're being forced to. We do have like different tiers of advertising when people come to us. Like we'll be like, hey, like, okay, this is an interesting brand. Like we know them. We like some of their products, but we're not going to necessarily like say that we personally use this religiously or whatever. Um, And I think you can kind of tell what the ads, like what's just a straight ad read, kind of like um, we're letting you know that this exists versus, okay, we got Bruch. We're obsessed with Bruch. We're giving it to everybody we know. Dude, I love my Bruch so much. So do I. And Patrick is literally like, I cannot believe you got me this. <laughs> He's like, 
He's so happy with his his bruise. That's like the that's the one product over all these years of like free stuff that you've gotten him he's like so most stoked about the toothbrush he's like i did smile direct club i've got bruch and i'm like kevin hart's now like a spokesperson for bruch like should we have him on the podcast oh my god that would be amazing anyways that's what sarah was saying <laughs> earlier but even on our personal instagrams and things like that if you see us getting that spawn con Give us a like, a comment, share it, tag your friend, and then just know that we're not talking about anything that we wouldn't normally talk about anyway. Absolutely. So plenty of the, the things that I have talked about on my personal Instagram and got paid for are things that those uh, campaigns came from me endorsing them without pay from this podcast, from writing about it or whatever. So that's like something that I absolutely admire about you, Kirby, is that there's so many brands that probably approach you and you could in you know uh do spawn con for all of them but you are super particular about who you work with so mad respect to you thanks thanks boo um but thank you for asking that question i think it's good to like get that also i just gotta say like when i see some of my favorite people getting sponsored content or like branded oh my gosh deals i'm like yes especially if it's something they've talked about a lot i'm like i am thrilled for you this is excellent kirby what would be like your dream non-beauty sponsorship uh partnership well I had it. It was Spirit Halloween. I was like straight up like, can somebody just (laughs) tell Spirit Halloween that I would really like to work with them? And they were like, yeah, actually, let's do this. That was amazing. What is yours? Oh, gosh. That's a hard question. I feel like yours would need to be like Nike. I mean, if they paid me that like I, I feel like people think that they pay me. If Nike could pay you. If Nike could pay you, that would be excellent. We if would... Nike could pay me, um, if I could get like a Dyson, like just from oh. from head to toe to yeah. home, yes. like a whole Same. partnership, that would be great. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Same. I, 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 I would oh, love like. Oh, I know. Easy one though. What? Target. Oh, Target. Oh my God. Do you know how hard it is to become a part of their like influencer affiliate program? I've been denied so many times. Like they are, (laughs) I'm not kidding. They are so hardcore. Anybody listening at Target, please just, please. I really want people, I want to get the affiliate link money from that Opal House dupe candle for the Capri Blue Volcano candle. It's called Sparkling Yuzu. It's $8.00. I really want to do the swipe up feature, but I can't. Target, you can make this happen for me. <laughs> I for like a pre blue sponsorship. Shoot. Like I don't know. Oh my care. god, yeah. I love yeah. that this has turned into what sponsorships can we finagle out of this? <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll we'll take this offline. We'll do like a whole like vision board whatever. <laughs> for twenty twenty one. Okay. Thank you for your question, <laughs> KL Stead. So next question. At Molina.ride is asking, this is a great question. I did listen to the episode on skincare order, which was fire emoji, but struggling (laughs) to format a schedule. A weekly skincare protocol combining retinol, acids, vitamin C, and niacinamide. This is an excellent question. And this is a hard question because if you are searching for this online, there is too much information. It's almost impossible to sift through it and figure it out. And like while I was trying to like 
go back in my brain from what I've learned from different like dermatologists and experts. I was also doing my research online and I'm like, oh my God, this is why people are so confused about skincare because it's like anything can be bad, anything can be wrong, any mixing can be terrible. So um, why don't we first just start by breaking down each of these ingredients that you mentioned, Melina, because I think that will really help. First, um, our hero product is the vitamin C, which I think all of us by now know is an antioxidant. It's great for brightening. It's great for texture. Um, I use it every day using one right now that we really like, right, Kirby? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's real good. We can't we can't talk about it, but it's really good. <laughs> um, and then we have the acids, which we obviously touched on, okay. the exfoliating acids, the alpha hydroxy acids, and the beta hydroxy acids, which, you know, uh, slough off the dead skin. Um, also, uh, it include things like glycolic and lactic acid. Then we've got retinol, which is a vitamin A derivative, also an antioxidant. It helps with cell turnover and collagen production. I miss my retinol dearly. Still can't use it because I'm breastfeeding. Can't wait to use it. Um, (laughs) This always turns to a personal uh, uh, sad story about me missing retinol. Okay, then we've got the (laughs) niacinamide, which is a form of vitamin B3, and it helps with everything it is, I feel like, I feel like, have we not done an, an episode on niacinamide yet? No, but we Kay. totally should. We really should. Because I feel like it it's not getting as much love as it should. Yeah. Um, so the niacinamide helps to improve your skin barrier and large pores. Um, and so Kirby, when you are given all these beautiful skincare gifts, what do you do? How should we use them? Okay, so let's take it ingredient by ingredient. Vitamin C, because it's an antioxidant and will help protect you against free radical damage, you want to use that obviously during the day, but you can also use it at night. I double up on vitamin C. I don't really care. It hasn't caused me any problems. Been my tried and true friend, and I'm loving it. So the good thing about vitamin C is that it plays well with niacinamide. Niacinamide and vitamin C, I think, play well with everything. Like it's not going to be a problem for the most part if you pair it with like a retinol. Um, But vitamin C definitely complements retinol and uh, niacinamide. Then niacinamide, also one of those ingredients you can use day or night and it plays well with everything. So you'll often, like I think I even have an apostrophe, my apostrophe prescription right now is tretinoin with niacinamide in it. Mm. And then I have another apostrophe prescription that's azelaic acid and niacinamide. So it's often one of those ingredients that they like to pair together. I was just gonna say, I think that's why you often see so many products that it has the and vitamin C and the niacinamide, um, which is why they're both so popular. Like you said, totally the vitamin C and the niacinamide are like Kirby and me. We play well with everyone. Yeah. Get along with everyone. Yeah. We're like, let's hang out. Why not? <laughs> you really have to like F us over for us to be like, OK, we don't want to be hanging out with you. Thanks. Exactly. OK, so let's talk about retinol because retinol is probably like the most confusing and the one that scares people the most because of the retinol uglies it's like first of all people think that retinol is an exfoliator because of the dryness and redness um, that people tend to experience with retinol and it is not it is 
something that helps turn uh, turn over dead or not dead skin cells. It helps with cell regeneration, okay, and collagen, which is different from removing dead skin from your face, right? Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. something that we need to know. That being said, because it is not an exfoliant, you actually can wear retinol during the day, in the mornings. You just need to make sure that you're wearing SPF. Like that is like the number one thing because it can make your skin like maybe a little bit susceptible to burning and things like that. But if you wear retinol and you wear it during the day, just wear an SPF, you'll be fine. You can also pair it with niacinamide and vitamin C. But when it comes to acids, there's just, there's so much crap on the internet. Mm -hmm. If you go and you Google like, can I use retinol with alpha hydroxy acids or beta hydroxy acids, literally every other article just completely contradicts the other one. It's wild. When I was um, doing a little bit of research before this episode, I found that (laughs) I was like, wait, this is completely contradicting the other thing that I just read. It's scary out there. And there's not that many like studies that say specifically that alpha hydroxy or beta hydroxy acids make you know your retinol less effective I think like that's where all of that stems from like when you hear you shouldn't pair them together it's because retinol is a higher pH and acids obviously are a lower pH they're more acidic and people say if you put like a that lower acidic Mm -hmm. you know acid on and then the retinol then it will have trouble converting to retinoic acid and then you won't get the benefits of your retinol but there's really no proof of this And there's actually some, you know, medical journals and articles that have stated that pairing alpha hydroxy and beta hydroxy acids with retinol can be a good thing. So this is what I'm going to say, because in my opinion, the jury's still out and I would never want to give some definitive advice and then somebody be like, crap, my skin is worse for the wear. I would do like this. I would say, if you're nervous, you should separate them. So one night use your acid and then the next night use your retinol and alternate or you know do two nights and then two nights and just alternate that way Um, if you feel like your skin can tolerate it maybe you're wearing the retinol during the day and using the exfoliant at night and going from there but I think it's just really interesting and important to note that you know alpha hydroxy and beta hydroxy acids they help with that uppermost layer of skin and like you know, removing the dead skin cells there, while retinol is really focused on cell turnover that goes into those deepermost layers of skin, and then it works its way up. So they're doing two different things. And in my opinion, pairing them together is smart. Like you shouldn't avoid using one of these ingredients just because you're using the other. It just, I think, depends on when in your routine you're using them. Yes, um, again, I think, I mean, I think what Kirby said is, is, is a great model to follow. Obviously, everyone's skin is different. So no matter what, especially if you have sensitive skin, like just start by introducing one slowly, one at a time. So for me personally, I kind of do what you do, Kirby, or is this is what you do, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, so like I have, I use my vitamin C and any products with niacinamide daily. I use my, vi- my vitamin C twice a day sometimes too. When I was using retinol, I would use that almost e- either every day or every other 
day, depending, but I would wear it at night. And then I'd use a chemical exfoliant like every on the off days that I didn't use retinol. And then I would use my physical exfoliants once a week. Yeah, that's basically what I do. I'll use like um, that vitamin C serum that we are testing. And I will also use the niacinamide uh, treatment that I have from apostrophe during the day. And I put that under my moisturizer and my sunscreen. And then at night, I'll go in with either a glycolic Sunday Riley Good Jeans and then my moisturizer and, you know, go to bed. Or I'll use uh, like my tretinoin prescription um, with like a hydrating like collagen type serum underneath that. So that's a good way to look at it. And just know that like all of these ingredients can be used in a routine together. Like you don't have to you know, abandon any of these ingredients just because somebody that did a Instagram reel is telling you to do so. Um, it just really matters like where in your routine you're using it and then how your skin reacts. Like if you notice right out the gate that this isn't working for you, you need to stop and reevaluate and figure out, okay, maybe I shouldn't be using these two in conjunction together within like 24 hours or whatever it is. Totally. I love that. This next question is from CZA.Glam, and they ask, what are some beauty tips you would tell your younger self or your future kids or your current kid? Because you have one. Or your current kid. (laughs) Quinny, don't use black eyeliner to rim your entire eye. (laughs) Quinny, please don't perm your hair in ninth grade. (laughs) To look like Justin Timberlake. Just don't do it. Um, no. Uh, Sarah, what, what would your legit advice? I mean, obviously the eyeliner one's a big one. Yeah. I feel like such an old lady saying this, but I truly, I have to. And I'm sure like when I tell this to my niece who is 13, she will tell it to her niece. She'll tell it to Zoe mm-hmm. uh, when she's my, our age. Just let your skin breathe in high school and college like let your beautiful skin breathe you don't have to wear as much makeup as you think you do like lay off the foundation it's okay to play with makeup obviously it's super fun and experiment but like I just wore so much makeup and I wish that I had it yeah same same when I look back I'm like why did I why did I do that it's very weird right and then well, no, you go. What, what's, a, what's a tip from you? I would just say the sooner you can learn that inflammation is causing like a lot of your problems, it's making like your pigmentation look darker, it's causing acne, it's making your skin like you're going to think you have rosacea, but really your skin is just like begging you to stop scrubbing it with the Clarisonic and the scrub on top. Like The moment that you can identify that like inflammation is the root of all evil, I think like having that perspective will change the way that you approach your breakouts. You won't be trying to dry it out with like every benzoyl peroxide product on the market. You'll instead really think about calming your skin and being kind to it and soothing it and then finding those soothing ingredients to help with your breakouts and it will save you a lot of pain and suffering in the long run little baby kirby so that's a good one take it, and then take it down also one more is 
I wore, I was pretty good about wearing sunscreen and staying out of the sun, mostly because my mom yelled at me a lot um, <laughs> about that. <laughs> but also, I would def. I wish that I wore more sunscreen on my hands mm. and like my decollete. Yeah, I just feel like I honestly do feel like my hands are uh, like a little bit more wrinkly than I would like, and it's because of all the driving. Like I need to, I always say that, well, I'm not driving anywhere right now, but like I really do need to get driving gloves. I know. I need to, we need to become like grannies and just buy the driving gloves. Maybe we should make some Los Angeles ones. Oh my God. That's what I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> wow. You just inspired me. Gloss on the left, Angeles on the right. <laughs> all the way up to our elbows okay we're really going there we're really going there i was also going to just say i would also tell little baby teenager kirby you can work at the tanning salon but don't get in the tanning beds don't get in the tanning beds i was don't do it i was lucky that i was only there for like six months but damage was done and it took me all the way up until being 33 years old to like try to get that shit corrected and that is why I'm doing overtime on my decollete right now. So there we go. No tanning beds, you guys. Where can you even find a tan? Can you find a tanning bed these days? Yes. And like my friends are going to tanning beds before they go on vacation. Like like they're like, I, they, they're still like believing the base tan myth. I'm like, friends. There are some amazing self-tanners out there. I don't even tan. Like Patrick loves going to the, the pool and laying out like when that was allowed. I just don't like it because of my melasma. You know, it makes my melasma worse. So I would prefer to just like... Oh, no. I hate it. Get me a cabana. Same. I would be happy with like bottle service in a cabana somewhere. Like I'm thinking of Vegas right now. I'm like, when we're allowed to go to Vegas again, put me in a cabana, get me some bottle service. I'll like hop in the pool with my giant wide-brimmed steel magnolias hat like I'm 85 years old and and you know what I'll get swimming gloves I'll get my I'll get swimming gloves now that go we're gonna be like those women who go vacation in Korea to Jeju (laughs) Island and they wear the head-to-toe covering like literally the hat with the full-on mask and then the bathing suits that cover all the skin when we're allowed to travel again and we go on our first ever Los Angeles trip we are for sure buying the full body swimsuits. Yeah, yeah. And and little and Zozo co- is going to get one too. I'm, we're going to force her. <laughs> we're just going to put her in a bag, plastic bag. Yeah, a little Zoe. Love. Uh, next question. This one was like a very personal question, but I love it. At Emily Lynn Shapiro asked, how do you feel today about your career compared to the day you, Kirby, quit me, Sarah, got laid off. <laughs> okay, first of all, how did she know you got laid off? Did you talk about this? I, don't I feel think like ever... I, I think it was. No, I did. I think I did. I don't. I think, think it you... was also obvious that I got laid off, right? But I, I don't think because you... it was like when everyone was getting laid off, and then it was like, oh, Sarah's not at Puzzle anymore. I wonder what happened. <laughs> well, anyways, um, I. I don't know. I uh, this is a, such a weird year. I it's, think it's it's a loaded question because I feel like if we would have been asked this like in February, our answer is well, me because I would have still been employed, but your answer would have been really different. Obviously, yeah, my answer would have been super different. I think like when I left Pop Sugar, I was very confident and like 
thrilled and knew that like it was the right step to take so I was not nervous I had what Lucy Liu calls fuck you money so I really didn't have to like I've watched that video like 10 times we're gonna share this on our Instagram go watch this video basically she's saying like she has what she calls fuck you money which is like oh, they're like not going to pay me the right, you know, the right amount or they're not going to treat me well. I'm just going to leave and fuck you. And like that's essentially no shade to pop sugar. That like wasn't it wasn't for real F you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like I could do it. Like you don't want to stay at a job that you don't like. You liked pop sugar, obviously. I'm I'm just talking about in general what Lucy Liu is speaking about. Yeah. Just because you need the money. Like, yes, you work hard, you save your money so that you can choose the jobs that you want to do totally so I had the nest egg and I was ready to go was ready to like full speed ahead and I felt like the months the six months after leaving were very very fast paced like things were just going at an you know accelerated rate I felt like I had a lot of hands in the fire and was ready to execute and then this pandemic really slowed everything down for me like professionally and Thank God for this podcast because I feel like it's like the one consistent thing that I do every week and I get to see you and work with you, obviously, which I love. And it like makes me have something to look forward to. And we've gotten some really incredible opportunities Mm -hmm. through this podcast, like Selena Gomez. I think about that all the time because my top my top played song on Spotify was rare because I listened to that song 800 times when I was like preparing for our interview. And I'm like, that's like a really cool moment for this podcast. Being able to say that we were one of only four outlets that got a one-on-one interview with her. And that's like very, very exciting to me. But at the same time, like the first six months of the year, I remember texting Sarah being like, I have not made income. Like, I do not have an income right now. Like, like, what am I doing with my life? You know, so it's, I think if you, if Absolutely. things would be different, obviously, if we weren't in a pandemic, I think now the industry has started moving forward and like has picked up and is like, okay, this is the new normal and how we're going to operate. Yeah. And I'm already yeah. starting to see this, you know, personally where things are picking up and things are great. Um, but th- I would be lying if I, you know, in June, mm-hmm. I wasn't telling one of my close friends like did I just did I make the biggest mistake by nice by not signing for two more years at Pop Sugar and um, her her response to me was no you didn't make a mistake because if you you know you have no idea if they would have laid you off right now because nobody was shooting in, in studio and you know they had merged with another company they got acquired by another company and you wouldn't have a year under your belt working on this podcast and getting it to the point that it is now so totally a very good perspective for her to put into my head so thank you Katrina for for telling me that love you it's so so true um for me I honestly I'm like a big believer in you know things happening for a reason and I think like I needed to get laid off at Bustle like it was time and I wasn't gonna leave because it was like very comfortable but I don't think that they valued me the way that I think that they should have valued me Um, and so I sort of just like hit the ceiling there and I wasn't gonna go any you know there wasn't anywhere for me to grow in the company 
but I wasn't also going to leave because I needed, you know, the income. But so I, if anyone asks me, I always say it was the best thing that could have happened to me because it really like lit a fire under my butt <laughs> and was like, well, now what? And it first showed me how many people are out there who are just rooting for me and have been so, like so supportive like so many people reached out um but two it really gave me the opportunity to focus on Los Angeles and like I think even though you know the year has been super super hard like I think that what we've done during this pandemic has been amazing and something that we should be super super proud of like you said we have selena freaking gomez on our podcast um and like also so many people like are are listening to us so much the 2020 spotify wrapped when that one listener posted that they listened to 10 episodes in one day i was like i i haven't listened to more than one episode a day Los Angeles wasn't even my top podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Crime junkies unite. Woo, woo. Um, But so I really do believe that like it, like I, I honestly feel really good about where I am, where we are. I obviously it's not perfect and it's been difficult for so many reasons. um, But I think 2021 is going to be really exciting for us. Oh, I'm very excited for 2021. I have so many ideas, so many little ways to get Los Angeles blooming. Yeah. I, one other thing I was going to say is like this pandemic allowed us to go to twice a week. It, it allowed us to go to twice a week. It allowed us to interview people that were in, not in L.A. And just and it allowed us to interview celebrities who, you know, like can only give us a certain amount of time, but they can do it in the comfort of their home. Like it really has opened the door to so many other opportunities. So yeah, like I positive thinking, forward thinking, it's only going to get better. And also thank you to everyone who has listened to us and continue to listen to us and people who are like, oh my God, I was looking forward to this annual Black Friday episode. Like annual, you guys. Oh, I know. So you've been to you've been with us from the start. That's adorable. You're I... still here. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So then, what's this last one? So this last one was because we received like multiple questions about our careers um, from several of our listeners, and we kind of touched on this when we interviewed uh, Michelle and Jenny from Allure. Um, and it was basically just how can you break into the beauty business? How can you get into beauty journalism right now, especially while everyone is remote? And I feel like the time is now because everyone is remote, don't you? I think there's like even more opportunities, especially in beauty reporting and journalism mm-hmm. um, because so many publications are looking for writers totally like and all uh, digital um and also because so many editors got laid off that they need freelance writers (laughs) i know it's like so sad but they do and i think that i think that publications especially you know in women's media are now starting to rethink you know having people in-house um i think one thing allure has always been ahead of the curve on is like they've always had 
first of all, they have so many different editors, but they've had them from like all across the country. Like people were living in like Florida and Wisconsin and Michigan. So they didn't have to be just in New York and LA. And I think that actually, um, that's, that's a positive and good thing because even though New York and LA are like the mecca of like fashion and beauty, you know, the rest of the country is really is like what makes up the most of the the beauty consumer landscape. So I think now it's like it's time to shoot your shot. And if you do want to get into the beauty industry, you really should start your own own website, your own blog, Mm -hmm. portfolio, get a medium account and write. Even if it's something that you just see is trending and you want to give your thought on it. Totally. Write a post about it. Show editors your writing style. And, you know, because a a lot can come from that for sure. I I wouldn't minimize what you can do for yourself. Yeah. (laughs) I... Remember that one person who shall remain unnamed who was going around trying to pretend to be uh, different editors um, at events? Oh, yes. Yes, yes. I was like, why doesn't this person just start their own blog? She's getting into all these different events. She might as well just write for herself because that's the beauty of the, the internet, you guys. Like, You can start your own website, start your own blog, start your own YouTube channel create your own Instagram account, start, you know, filming your own tutorials. Like no one is stopping you to do that, especially now. I'm literally living proof. Like I did not have an on-camera job prior to Pop Sugar, but I started a YouTube channel and I made YouTube videos and that like that's the link I sent to them when they were looking for an on-camera beauty host. That way they could see my personality, how I acted on camera, my, you know, my like cadence, how I felt about beauty in general. So it depends. Like if you want to write, if you want to market, yeah. Start an start an Instagram account compiling all your favorite beauty advertisements and explain why they were effective. Yeah. Or like what what they could have done differently to make it more effective. Like and then send that to, you know, the hiring manager or whoever you're applying for. I think one thing that everybody just needs to accept acknowledge and move forward is you have to apply through hr online yes you can find people to put in a good word for you but like if you're not in the system especially for some of these bigger companies they're not even going to think twice they're going to make you do it anyways so just Mm -hmm. make sure that this is actually a really great tip my friend she got laid off from her job this year and she just got another job i'm so so happy for her and she got this opportunity because she had submitted so many applications within that division for that company that they ended up reaching out and saying, hey, listen, we don't have any opportunities for this particular network, but we have another network opportunity that we think you'd be perfect for. So they reached out to her for this job and now she's, you know, living the life. That's amazing. I know. I'm so proud of her. So there's there's nothing wrong with applying mm-hmm. multiple times or to several jobs that you are qualified for. Yeah. I just want to heed that. Like, if you are a newbie, don't be trying to get a manager job. Right. You're not going to – you're not a manager. Just because you babysat six kids at the same time does not make you a manager. <laughs> if you're, like, a, trying to get into production, you should be applying for assistant AP jobs 
You're not going to be the senior producer or the creative director. It's not going to happen. And same with, I think, writing. Um, You know, if you are new, I wouldn't apply for any editor jobs. I would build your portfolio first. And that's how I got into beauty writing was, you know, I didn't have any real true beauty experience. I like, you know, not like any of the editors in New York who, you know, went to school in New York and interned at all these magazines and you know that's how they got their jobs like I was like in entertainment uh journalism and you know writing about celebrities and I was even you know doing food writing and music writing but I knew that I wanted to do fashion and beauty writing so I just kept pitching you know and I kept pitching and pitching and and writing as much as I could to build my portfolio and I wouldn't take no for an answer and now I have a now I'm here now you know I have a podcast <laughs> now I have a podcast not that anyone asked me to that's also a decision I made and a website but anyways what Kirby and I are trying to say is you gotta if you really want it you gotta just do it put yourself out there no one is stopping you and there are so so many different ways that you can be creating content so agreed yeah uh, let's see it agreed on that note can I just say we are looking for people to to help yes and by help i mean we have a social opportunity which is paid and an internship opportunity and what we're really looking for are people that understand beauty social media growing an audience uh i would say uh video production like you know how to maybe take our podcast and make it into a clip where you can listen to us you know babble about our stuff on the gram and then um you know somebody really to help us that wants to learn more about uh beauty editorial podcasting things like that because we are starting to grow and we do just we need the help so if you are interested go to our website and submit a form uh on the contact us page and let us know you know what you're interested in, what what you're thinking. Um, we we probably can't get back to everybody, but we are we are on the lookout. So even if you have a good recommendation for someone, just send it. Yeah, hit us up and maybe we'll get you some Los Angeles driving gloves too. <laughs> Be part of the team. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for submitting these awesome questions. We had the best time answering them. We're gonna, I hope we, if you guys like this and we'll know because you'll either tell us on Instagram or the Facebook group or whatever. If you like this, we'll do it again. And uh, we will be back on Tuesday to chat all things beauty news and a couple of other topics. And woif. And woif. 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 What's woif? Woif. <laughs> Which is what's on your face, woif. Are, are you my work woif? <laughs> what's <laughs> Okay, we gotta go. We gotta go. All right, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Bye! Bye! (laughs) Are you my wife? Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.